right, away we go. It's Vegas Hockey Hotline. AM 1400 KSHP. Lots, lots going on. And the tune tells you we got one of our favorites here. Hello. Hello, Ken Bolke's here, Sinbin.Vegas. I think our buddy Jason Pothier will be swinging by tomorrow. So our little Sinbin Daily Double, we love to have the boys on on Vegas Hockey Hotline. So let's not waste any time. Let's just dive right in. You were, over the, were you over there? Yes. You went morning skate? Yes. Okay. All right, well, it breaks. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you do it because it broke, what, about 25, 30 minutes ago? We yeah, get the, like the COVID news, right? Uh, it's Petrangelo and Dodonoff in protocols. It broke 35 minutes ago. Both are unavailable for the game. There is no announcement that the game is off. I would imagine if you're going to send out an announcement saying the two guys are in protocol, that if the game was in jeopardy, they would call it off that didn't happen uh Dodonoff skated with the team this morning as we've learned in the past that leads to more positive tests well here here's the great unknown it was a, a borderline miracle Vegas goes through Boston who came out of Calgary Marshawn the game day skate by Mar- Bergeron plays takes face-offs against all these guys they go to New York, which is a hotbed. They play the game, sweep the road trip, and come home. And you're sitting there going, well, maybe Pete DeBoer can replace Dr. Fauci because I don't know how they got through that. But the one thing we don't know is... They didn't. When, <laughs> yeah, when you're exposed to it, when does it surface? Right. How many right. days down the road does it surface? And then what does that mean for the remainder of this week moving forward? Well, I'm... Today's the 21st. They're not scheduled to play again until the 27th after today. I'd be surprised if that game goes. You know, I, I, I don't see them playing much before 2022 because you got to imagine some of these tests are coming. I just, I'll stand with what, where I've been, and I'm officially 100% on board with this. It's time to stop testing. Well, the, the NFL basically saying if you're asymptomatic, you can play. Yep. So so don't test. Like, what's the point? I mean, if you're symptomatic, then you can test them. But we're we're at the point now, and like I, I don't think I don't disagree with you. This variant is kind of one that sixth grade biology class taught me how these things work, and they have to find a way to survive. They being the virus. Yes. They're finding a way to survive. It's mutating, and and, and and am I? Correct in this, you paid attention in the biology class. This variant, and we see all the breakthrough cases. The the basic understanding I get, you know, is it go people get it. It's fighting, it's fighting the vaccine now has mutated to a different form because of the vaccine that it's fighting. It's less severe, much more contagious, and then the guess would be. That there'll be another variant, and the yeah. next variant will be maybe even more contagious, but more or less severe, Correct. and we get to a point where we live with it, oh, and basically everybody goes through it, and we get on with our day, right? We're there. We're, we're, we've been there for quite a bit now, I think. We've got a vaccine that seemingly has had pretty good effectiveness. There's an argument to be made, and I, I don't know where I come down on this argument, that how accurate are these stats? 
you know, there's something to be said there. there this whole thing got politicized real early on. It came at a bad time in the middle of our biggest election we've had in a long time. Well, the, the said when you say the politiza- politicization, I, mean, I forget, I don't know why I try to say that, that how this has changed. First of all, we could go back to Robin Leonard uh, last year, Yeah. right? Hey, you get the vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask and you can get on with your life. Right. Right, so now you get the vaccine. No, nobody was saying, "Yeah, you get the vaccine and you're going to need boosters and still wear a mask." Right. But now they say, "Oh, yeah, but it was way. It's way less right. severe." Well, wait a minute, you're you're spinning this. Yeah. I mean, that's where it is now. That's not what it was a and year then, ago. And then there's hockey, where it's like the threshold is a is a moving bar that we don't know what you know, like. Every other game in the entire NHL is canceled today, and this one goes on despite having a player who skated with his teammates this morning. Mm-hmm. Clearly, this isn't about COVID. I got to tell this story. Mike Harrington was on a Vegas sportsbook radio in the first hour, in the eleven o'clock hour. Had you heard this story? Okay, about the Sabers no. and, and the testing. No. I almost fell over when he told me this last night, how this didn't get out and be a much bigger thing. All right, Calgary, Vancouver, the problems in Canada. Mm-hmm. They're saying the testing is lagging and not Slow. as good okay. in Canada as it is here. Okay. So this is from Mike Harrington. So the Sabres go start a road trip, and literally these guys are wearing a diaper going up there. They, they really didn't want to go to Winnipeg. Right. They were all terrified someone would pop positive, be stuck there for the holidays. Yep. Okay, that goes back to the Nick Cousins yep. thing. All right. So they play Winnipeg. Then they get out of there, and it's like, you know, it's like, what was the movie? Oh, oh. what was the movie with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt Damon, who's his other buddy? The, the, the Matt Affleck. Da- Affleck, where they were getting the people out of... Not a big movie guy, sorry. <laughs> well, anyway, when they got out of Iranian airspace and they all applauded, it's like they they, fl- they okay. flew across yeah, yeah. the border. Everyone's They're thrilled. all applauding on the plane. And uh, that movie's driving me nuts. I should know. It's a, I think it's a one-word movie. Anyway, they show up in Minnesota. The next day, they get... The tests, the COVID test from Minnesota before they get the results of the test from From Winnipeg Winnipeg, the day before. Sounds right. How can the NHL, okay, you're at the mercy of the government, I guess, but if you're going to run this league, how does this league not sit here and go, well, whatever it costs, we're going to have a testing system in place where it's not lagging. And that something like that could happen because it's not it's not about the test. Had you heard that? No, I had not. How how can that be? No, I mean no one said anything about that. That's just it, because we all have COVID fatigue, on especially in news stories and that type of thing. Just, are they playing or not? You know that that's all that most of us care about. And they're like, what are the rules? Oh, I don't know. Well, they're going to change tomorrow anyway. So why does it matter? Like. I, I got the email, like, updated protocols. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me read this. And I went to load it. It's like 14 pages. <laughs> getting ready to read it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I reading this? They're going to change it in three days anyway, and I'm not going to want to read the new one. 
And what does it even matter? They don't tell us what's going on anyway. Like like today, Logan Thompson skated with the Golden Knights today. By rule, that's not allowed. By NHL standard rules, that is not allowed. Unless someone else is on the, quote, non-roster list, and then they have the cap space to bring another player up, which they do because they're on LTIR. But we don't know. I mean, yeah. Leonard, Leonard's name wasn't on the list. He's the one who didn't skate. But again, like, I can't sit here and say, oh, they're doing something unsavory. I have no idea. I'm assuming they're not. The NHL knows what's going on. You have mm-hmm. a wide-open practice. It's just you can't keep up with what's going on. And I think my biggest problem with what's all of the COVID stuff is, like, it's it, it's all it, – it, it's whose line is it anyway? The, the, the points are all made up and nothing matters. Like, it's not it, – it doesn't make any sense. Why did Petrangelo not skate and Dodonoff did? And then why, if Dodonoff skated, is that okay for them, him to then go, his teammates to go then play a game? The reason is because Tampa's here. So wait a minute now. It's the only so reason be, they're playing the game. So, okay, but DeBoer made his comments. And, and believe me, I mean, well, first of all, we get it. They're protective and cryptic on injuries. But when he, is your belief... When he addressed the media via Zoom, I guess, at 10.30-ish, yeah. or no, 10.45, yeah. I guess, after practice, uh, and he said, we'll be fine, we should be able to field a team, uh, I mean, I guess maybe you can't draw the assumption that he didn't know about those two guys. But then he said, I can't speak for Tampa. Well, Tampa could be sitting there going, Maybe they want to play. Maybe they don't. I who knows? Don't know. Don't know. And does should that matter? Whether they want to play or not. If it's truly about stopping the spread of COVID, we're mm-hmm. not playing the games, right? But that's not what it really should be about. And they know that. They they just go through the timeline. What did they do first? No games that are across the border. Well, that's probably testing, and that's also quarantine rules, different governmental right. rules. Well, oh, well, then a, what? Well, ah, no games at all, except for the one that that team's already traveled. I'm there. going from memory. Mike said this. Was it possibly 14 games uh, where they'd be crossing the border? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, the Armageddon scenario. The NFL's going to bail the NHL out, so I don't think uh, we're going to get an Armageddon scenario. Right, because... Well, how closely is everybody going to watch how this NFL thing yeah. goes? And they're going to do the most common sense thing because they have the most money on the line. I like your optimism, but you're, you're, the one thing you're not taking into account is we have no idea what Trudeau and what they'll do in True. Canada. Now, True. they went to the 50% fans, and before they ever even got to implement that, Montreal played a game with, with no fans, yep. then Quebec basically closes the entire province. Yep. Okay. I don't know that they go this far, but if, if he does something with the border, I mean, is the Armageddon scenario that everybody's got the points they've got and they bring back a Canadian division? Jeez. I know. I mean, it's goofy. To- I mean, it, like, and that's in that regard. Send them to different cities in America, or they come down to you. Basically, come you, play here. You know, you you give them a a boot camp in North yeah. Dakota, bring them right. all down. Come play here. Toronto did it in baseball. Yeah, 
you know, whatever. This, it is what it is. You guys want your millions of dollars that you play hockey oh, for no. or not? Like, the crazy thing, Mike Harrington was a baseball guy. He covered the Buffalo Blue Jays. And he said, I hadn't even given it a second thought, but all of a sudden, the Buffalo Blue Jays are back in play. Yeah. Yep. What do the Raptors do? Sure. I don't know. I mean, now, again, like it's I said, easier. But, it's one team. I do, but I do if you've think- got. The NHL, yeesh. There is a there is a possibility here. Like as these cases spike, if the hospitalization numbers and death numbers do stay as low as they have been in a month or in even two weeks, Go, you, I know what you're going to say. But it's going to be much easier for people to say, "Well, okay, we're good." Yeah, but you, that's great. What you say makes complete sense. You don't make the decision. That's correct. That is correct. And who knows what we're going we to be told? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. But, I mean, at least, like, the more the science points the proper way, the easier it is for them to make these decisions that are ending up being proper. But I don't know. Hey, by the way, Christopher Boyd, thank you, buddy. My, my, I think it's one of those where it's like it's smoke coming out of my ears. The movie was, it was one word. Argo. Argo. Yeah, and, and I know why it was called Argo. <laughs> yeah, we, we, uh, so does Christopher Boyd. I couldn't couldn't remember the name. Thank you, Christopher. We played against Argo High School, and uh, when I was, was in high school, a lot they were terrible yeah, at ba- every sport. Basically, they were getting the um, uh, Iranian hostages out, and they they faked that they they were they were li- these guys were trapped in a Canadian embassy. And they got them out, but there it was dicey at the end. But they're on the plane, and when cheering. the thing when the thing takes off, they're all cheering. That was the Sabers coming across after playing Winnipeg yeah. last week. Yeah, well, they're going to play the game. It seems. I mean, I, the, my read is if you're going to send out a press release that says these two players are on COVID, why wouldn't you have the same press release that we're not playing the game? You have to assume the press release of. This guy, Petrangelo's out, Dodonoff's out, that's it. They're not available for the game. Well, then you're obviously still trying to play the game. I think they're going to play. I say they play two because, I mean, the game's paramount to just play as many as you can, and I get it. But you also got to be, there comes a point where you think of the fans. We're, okay, okay. There's a tell them now. If there's no oh, game. Yeah, tell them yeah, now. Like I, I mean, you spring this on them at three thirty in the afternoon. I hung and, out for the entire of entirety of morning skate with a family from the UK. Mm-hmm. Oh, could you imagine? They're here, like, and and they luckily have been to two games. But I, I think he's, you know, the the little the little boy who who's a goalie over there in England. He is supposed to be able to. I don't know if he's doing the siren or something. But like, oh, how cool is yeah, that? Yeah. So like, they, they really don't want this game to get canceled. And like, there is something to be said about that. That people bought tickets. People plan things around these games. These th- these things do matter. So, but you're also if you're gonna act like we're testing for COVID and that that matters, you I'm- can't have a guy skating and then play the game. Am I the only guy in the world that ever thinks of this? Like when they flex a football game, you know, they flex the yeah. to the Sunday night yeah. game. Like, how many people bought airplane tickets and were leaving after the Sunday yeah. afternoon game? Yeah. And then when now you got to get a room, then you got to change a flight. How much yeah. money does that cost fans when yeah, they do lot, something like that? A lot. But in in the NFL is a great example. The gate revenue is minuscule compared to the benefit of putting that game from a 10 o'clock Fox game where it's a group of seven mm-hmm. to dropping it back to NBC where it's going to have way better ratings than if we leave this horrible Jets-Vikings game on. 
So, like, that money, it makes sense. They're like, ah, tough break fans. Those fans don't matter compared to the money. In the, in, in the NHL, the fan money does matter. Well, that's why the, Cana- the Canadian teams, they were part of the reason they wanted to keep doing this is they make big money on the games wrapped around holidays. Yeah, for sure. And well, what was the other thing? Um, is this, was it Ontario or is it the World Juniors? I mean, the stuff they're doing up there is okay. It's crazy. No concessions. No, and then I, and possibly was it was, was it a junior game or is it the upcoming World Juniors? I think it was a juniors game, a junior game. No concessions, no standing at a game, including cheering for goals. Yeah, like, wh- like wh- what are you that? doing? That? Yeah, and then there's this one: Sean Shapiro, reporter for the Athletic out of Dallas, I believe. Uh, nothing definitive, but several team executives still seem pretty confident the NHL All-Star Game will happen in Vegas. Multiple people said, quote, follow the money on that one, especially the league losing more potential gate revenue in Canada. Follow. It's not about COVID. Of course it's not. So if it's but not the- about COVID, why are we making a big deal and sending out tweets that this player has COVID? Why are we still testing to find out if these players have COVID? The best argument I've heard on that is, okay, so the players are at at very little risk. It's the people that they could pass it on to, the people that also work with the team, the people at the airport that that get them in and out of these flights, the pilots, these, well, to me, like, that's, that's everybody dealing with everything. Like, how do you go to the grocery store? How do you do any of it? Like, if you're at risk, you got to protect yourself the way that you have to protect yourself. Well, the All-Star game, I've been saying this for three weeks. And it's like, you know, like, hey, I mean, I get it. And it means a truckload of dough, economic impact, the whole nine yards. Well, I didn't get too much for Vegas. Well, but well, but the point is, if you're saying the Olympic thing, and there's a lot of reasons why. Don't go. It makes sense. At the same time... Sending the best fifty players in the world into the same kettle, yeah, and then sending them all back yeah. to their teams yeah. makes no sense. And then probably to now because the Olympics are not are off, at least for NHL players. I don't know if they're actually going to go to the Olympics, whatever. But the NHL players ain't going to the Olympics, and we've got two weeks of canceled games. Guess where they're going? Yeah, they're going right in there. So that's going to wipe out this break. Might end up being a good thing for the Golden Knights. They're going to get their full break. They haven't uh, had a game canceled yet. All right, and I'm not enough of it. We'll come back to it if we have to. It's it's, it's just it's nuts. Oh, can I have one? Get one more gripe off my chest here. You can. So you, 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 you just can, said if you ran for 20 minutes, if you want. Yeah, you said the word economic impact, and like, don't get me wrong. I'm all about. Is it economic? Does sure. That did I say economic? What, I don't know either one. Whatever uh-huh. one is properly said. I'm all for Vegas getting the Super Bowl, but don't go telling me that it's going to make five hundred million dollars of that's economic. What telling you. That's ridiculous <laughs> because we make that anyway, whether we have the game or not. Everyone yeah. comes no, to Vegas. No, you no. either go to the Super Bowl that's or you go to Vegas, so it's it's no different. That's a. You're probably making ten well, million extra. Uh, well, like, come on, all the extra would, money's going to the NHL or NFL. Well, I would imagine. I mean, the gouge would be pretty strong I, I in terms of that, room rates and stuff. I, I right? don't think so. No? It always is. 
It's the Super yeah. Bowl. Well, it always is for Super Bowl weekend, but if so, it's actually people coming to the game, the prices would be insane. Maybe a little bit, but like most of the money that's being spent is going to go to giving the NFL money for the tickets as opposed to betting $20,000 on the game. Staying in the rooms, getting the like the what 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 we want as a city is more people coming here. It will get some more people coming, here, but not a five hundred million dollars worth. Come on, yeah. it, it is ludicrous. By ludicrous. The way, by the way, I I didn't mean to ignore uh, another person uh, sent in that the movie's name was Argo. Uh, Vic, oh Vic, you want me to do this? I'll do. I'll try it, Vic. Oh boy. Vic Charnicki, C Z A R, like Czar. Czar. But I'll yeah, say Czar. Ch- I'll say Charnicki. Czarnicki, probably. I don't Czarnicki. know. Okay, yeah. The C one of them silent. Yes. Yeah, All right. There. there you go. Well done. Well played. Dadanoff. Today. Dadanoff. <laughs> Peter Angelo. Oh no, no, let me stop. Okay. That one has to go away. All right. That's worse than organization. You look how his name is spelled. <laughs> His name is Petrangelo. You could possibly say Pietrangelo. There's an but, e, there's but, an but, IE in there. I can see Pietrangelo or pa, like it's P I E. Well, why did you ask this guy? Could be Pietrangelo. But it's def there's th- th- Peter that, it's not Peter Angelo. I don't know where that extra R comes in there. I know. Makes right. me mad about the people from the Northeast. They just put R's in places where there aren't R's and then drop R's where well, there are places from the that there are R's. What do you mean R's? So, like, Pack, Park, is pronounced Pack. Oh, that's Massachusetts. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, well, that, that's not the Northeast. Well, whatever. How that's is it Bob. not? That's, that's Northeast. Massachusetts. That's, that's the Northeast to me. I was at a thing on Saturday in, in the league. I was, where, was my wife and I. She goes, where are you guys from? I'm like... Pennsylvania. She goes, oh, I can hear the accent. I go, what? What are you talking about? Goes, what accent? Is you don't it? have a Pennsylvania accent. I know Pennsylvania accents. You don't have it. <laughs> like, Pennsylvania? I, I mean, I, trust me, half my family's from Philly. I know the Pennsylvania accent. Wooder. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we sell kinds of stuff. Uh, my dad used on that roof. He'd say roof. Roof, yeah. Roof, yeah. Roof the you, the top of your house rhymes with the sound the dog makes. Yeah, yeah. My my mom, I, I, I we still make give her a hard time. Frog, dog, and log do not rhyme. It is frog, log, and dog. 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 Dog is pronounced properly, but frog and log and fog. That's another one. F O G. But the point is, when in Rome, all right. So we the, are the in organization, Rome right now. Yeah. you know, P- Peter Angelo <laughs> process. It's a process. It is a process to stop saying Peter Angelo for this organization uh, while they're on offense. <laughs> offense is another one. No. Uh, or you know, you don't have a favorable opinion. In the, well, they, at least they don't it. pronounce that. Yeah, like yeah, the spelling's stupid, but like at least they don't pronounce that one. That's fine. If you want to misspell words, all right, fine. I'm not that worried about your tweets. All right. So, did you see my tweet picking on? Uh, I don't know if I was picking on, but I'm on, on Gosher. 
I did. Uh, it was hilarious. I was dying what, listening what, to the did game. He, what, that he was trying to so, manufacture Yeah, yeah they like started the third period. Yeah. And they're, they're down a goal in the third period. And like it was just the biggest stat dump of like, look at how often the Golden Knights score this goal. They're this... They're plus 17 in the third period. They have the most third period goals in the league. They have the most third period goals on the road. They have the most third period goals in the last three weeks. They have the, and it's just like over and over. I'm like, oh my God, Dave, we get it. You want them to score. <laughs> and then it didn't work. They didn't score. So then he does the old opposite thing where it's like, man, you got to hand, you got to take your hats off to the Rangers. They are playing excellent. Would be incredible if they could finish off this come, you know, this hanging on to this one immediately score like that. A boy, Dave. I mean, I give him a, I keep, that's an assist for me. Like I, I almost had him on my three stars. He scored that goal for me. Like that's his, like the screen that, that Yanmark has standing in front of the goal. That's really like Dave Gosher's spirit. <laughs> Screening the goalie and, there, and the other team—they do a lot of bad things. Oh, just yeah, all a ton of it. Yeah, I don't know. It's a long season. <laughs> sure is. It's about to get longer too. So that road trip, I that okay. That's impressive. I don't care who you're playing. You, oh no, you yeah, go on the road four points. games, and sure, that's you know you're doing a cartwheel. I would say. You know, maybe you're you're jumping on the train tracks here, the way they're going. But Tampa gets here a little early, first game home, the holidays. I mean, the wacky COVID situation. There's a, there's a lot of you're things without, in play that you're say your best player now. Is it a good spot for Vegas? I'm without Petrangelo. I do not think it is. Yeah. Like I've. I've been on board pretty much the entire way of Mark Stone's the best player on this team. And I've also been pretty strong on I think Eichel's going to take that role over pretty quickly. The way Petrangelo's been playing, this guy's the best player on this team, and I don't think it's close, and I don't think Jack Eichel's going to hold a candle to him. He's been unbelievable, Alex Petrangelo. Everything you could possibly ask for and more. I mean, he's... He's playing 25, 26 minutes a night, generating all of their offense while snuffing out everything defensively. He's the best at standing up at the blue line that they have. He never makes mistakes. His skating is brilliant. Like The guy is phenomenal. The, the thing about him, it's almost like how good he is, is, I'm trying to think how to say it. It's not that he's... Like overly noticeable, he no. He, he makes the game look easy. He makes yeah. the game yeah. look like yeah. I'm out here, guys. You're you're kind of playing with me. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, but it's not coast to coast of. It's just like whatever the situation dictates. He's there. Yeah. Do you know what? Have I ever told you about the term hospital pass? So when I was in when I was in middle school or high school or so, I had a coach, Willie Roy. What a great coach! All right, he played uh, he played for the U.S. Men's National Team one time. Uh, soccer, he would call it a hospital pass if you put a pass. Oh, like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, well, I'm assuming it's quarterback. You know, throws a pass over the middle, get a tight end killed, or so, the pass to the guy in his skates in the middle of the ice. Yeah. So the the, the concept was 
you're making a pass that is either going to put your teammate in the hospital, <laughs> and if you do it again, I'm going to put you in the hospital. Oh, nice. Okay. Stop making hospital passes. The number of hospital passes that end up getting thrown at Alex Petrangelo, and he just kicks it to his stick and d- toe drags around a dude and bounces it off the wall and out. It's like anyone else in the world that's a turnover and a goal but with this guy nothing it's he's spectacular i can't understate how good he's been like by far the mvp of this team what do you think it is so far through 31 games what what do you think it is like i mean part of it he was hurt but it took patcher any time and it took petrangelo three quarters of a season yeah I mean, that's just uprooting your family? Is, is, no, is no, no. I think it's system. Each... I think it's system. Okay. I think we underestimate how different some of these systems are and, and how – and that's where you're like, it's a different game in the playoffs. No, it's just they're more focused on stopping what this team is doing. I think there's something to be said about the NHL's plan in a regular season. All 32 teams do the same thing. Let's play our game. We're going to play our game today because we don't have time to figure out what they're doing. And last year, we would have seen more of it, and we did in some of the other divisions. But with this division, every team sucked, so it didn't really matter. Like the, the, the Ducks can work on figuring out the Vegas system for these next two games, but they can't do anything about it. I, I think this system is uh, much more defensive-oriented and much more amorphous. Is that a word? Where, like, whoever the first guy in becomes the center. Whoever the first, last guy out when the puck comes out. You're now F3, which is much different than I'm just playing right wing. I think you're going to see much more offense out of Alex Tuck when he gets into a system that's much more focused on scoring goals and staying in your position. As opposed to this one's a little bit more of this guy goes here and they are interchangeable except for the draws. Oh, by the way, uh, was going to mention it, but I might have forgotten. I'm glad you... The odds of you mentioning him, Alex Tuck was heartbroken. Yeah, it's, that sucks. He, he yeah, was going to sucks. make his debut yeah. against uh, Columbus, and yeah. he, he's so excited. Yeah, uh, he He'll really he's genuinely excited to be He'll there. Get his time. And, and they gave uh, Kevin Adams did a media thing today and gave an update on Krebs, and they've got four really high end kids that could play now, and it's a question of when to bring them up. The goalie fell in their lap because there was an injury, and. They were going to send him back. They're nuts. He's playing. He's ready. He's I, good, yeah. I think you're stagnating his development by sending him back. But he said, Krebs, he said, they love the kid. He's really a curious kid. He wants to know everything, what's yeah. good, what's wrong, what do I need to do better. And, I mean, they're raving about him. And he said he's going to get his look. But it, he's, they're, like, they're telling him, you're 20. You're 20. And, oh, by the way, he wouldn't be surrounded by – the cast of guys he'd have been surrounded yeah. by here, but but I you know anyway, there's your Tuck and Krebs. I'm not I'm not but, a big you're 20 guy. I know I, I well I'm with you. If you're ready, you're I mean, ready. And and like I, I it's, again, it's another sport. I'm making another soccer reference here, but but for Tuck, like half the team's 18 on the men's it, national team. Exactly, like, trying to qualify for the World Cup against 30 year old dudes who have played in Panama for 20 years. But Tuck is a full month ahead of what was projected. Oh yeah, he's I mean he's, he's in good shape. Yeah. I always thought he was Christmas time. He's just the type of guy that's going to be a little bit faster because he's going to work that extra mm-hmm. effort. He's going to be willing to put it in. He's you know he's out there for the sport. 
That the sucks qu- that he doesn't get to play. But he'll, he'll get to play. He'll be no, fine. it's coming. And, and, the, and the question was actually asked, I'm like, wow. I mean, he hasn't played a game yet. But the question was actually put to Adams today, could Tuck be the future captain of the team? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely he can. He wants to be there. Oh, I think he was potentially headed towards being a captain here eventually. Stone came in and kind of ruined that but because they needed one sooner. They had a coach that some re- they're better with a captain. I don't fully understand that. But um, By the way, Stone skated? Yes. Yes, and went off in a timely manner to where you would assume he would play. Did he go in an opposite direction from... Well, to I, Donovan. I, I, there was not a glowing, you know, there should have been a glowing light around him so we could know whoever got inside of the bubble. Because if you're within six feet, you're in danger. Seven feet, you're fine. Could it Could it be like morning, like, you know, they have the non-contact jerseys. Could it be when, you know, guys are coming back from COVID, they're out there like with a Michelin man yeah, outfit yeah, on? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Around. I think that's probably a good idea. Those bubbles that Bubble they, they joust with. Yeah, I think that's probably smart. I just think, it, you know, like... The key, the key when someone has COVID is you just have to deliver them their water. Once you bring them water, then you can take the mask off and COVID won't get to you. But when you're sitting at the restaurant before they bring you the, you the water, you have to keep your mask on. So th- that's important. That's kind of analogous to, all right, we're implementing a curfew. Yes. So at like yes. 10.02... Yes. COVID becomes a very goblin. dangerous. Very dangerous at ten oh two, where at nine fifty eight you're gonna be fine. You know, nine fifty eight you're running around hugging everybody. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. <laughs> this whole thing's a gong it's show. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> and that, that it's not about stopping COVID. Remember when it was about flattening the curve? Yeah. The curve's pretty flat in regards to what we were concerned about, which is people getting sick and really Dying or near dying, the curve's pretty flat. Well, I, I watch. I'm, I'm flipping around. I watch all of it. You know, I'm flipping around, and there's some idiotic graph. You know, it's like big spike, and then the thing's like down low. Yeah. It's like it's right along the, the bottom of the thing, and it was almost like whoever it was was leaving it. It was almost like like rooting for, it. but it, we're expecting it to go like go like way up. Like okay. It was hospitalization. Good for business, apparently. I guess. I don't know. Let's lock the doors and watch. What the do you hockey. think happens tonight? Like, I think it's a tough spot for Vegas. I this team's good. Oh no, I'm uh, <laughs> no, I'm. Did like I said, I think you're you're playing on the train tracks a little bit. But I even I would say before Petrangelo and yeah, Donov, tough. I. I, there's a lot of things because it happens around this league every year. That's a rugged game to play. That first one back from a long yeah. road trip. Oh, yeah. And oh, but because listen, when these guys come home, you know it's like a real standard thing. But it's Christmas week, so these guys have been gone. Now they come home, wives, kids, probably run out, got to do some last minute Christmas shopping, oh, yeah. things that you know. I'm, you know, what I'm saying they're people. We don't, don't go we, to downtown summer. We don't. It's madness. Jeez. I did that. Oh, my I, God. I went, I mean, honestly, uh, malls, I, you know, it, you won't find me in a mall often. What a mess. And I, I went, she wanted to go, they have like a farmer's market thing. Yeah. So I, I did it, and and I went, and I'm crawling in my skin, and we're coming out the back end, you know where the movie theater is? Yeah. Coming out the back end, and I'm 
And I'm in, in the car. It's like really the first time I'm there when it's a zoo. And I said, why don't we take this road out here? She goes, oh, no, no, no. I go, wait a minute. You're going to drive all the way around the stop-and-go traffic with people coming out of every – and sure enough, there was an exit to go out. It's that extender road yeah. in the back. So now she's like – we get up to the Take next that one. No, we get up to the next one. I'm like, I'm not doing this. And I went out, and she goes, Oh, I didn't know this road was here. Right, so yeah. now she goes in. Now you can come in the back. Of course, it's the way to go. But still, even then, it's a mess. Yeah, I just think it's it's a tough spot. You come back. I th- I think there's also something to be said about the way they've been winning is not the way that you want to win consistently in this league. You don't want to be behind in the third period every night. You don't want to allow teams back into games when you have a nice lead on them. Like, the Boston game is what you want to do. Jump all over them early and then kind of coast all the way through the finish line and play the right way. Boston was never really there for that game, but they haven't had a ton of games this season where they've really been the dominant, better team for a majority of the game. And and I and that's where playing a really good team like this, I'm very interested to see how they do because there's an argument to be made that Vegas isn't raising the level of their game to match the opponents, and that's fair. If they can do that today, my opinion will probably change on what I think of the last eight of nine games because right now I think it's fool's gold. The one thing you'll I'll, take the eight, sixteen points, of course. But, well, look who's in first place. You're like, you're, I mean, that, that doesn't matter. I like, know, whatever. but how, I mean, Edmonton and Calgary. Yeah, but drive off. Whatever. They're not even playing. Like, when's the last time Calgary played? That's true. So Vegas is in first. Okay, but Calgary hasn't played since I had hair. <laughs> the one thing you've got to say about these guys is it is. And the, the Islanders game, it's like a little synopsis of what they've always been. They, they don't go quietly into the night. They dig down, they fight. And, I mean, resilient is really, I think, it's the word that it's their strongest attribute. Is I would that agree. They are resilient. Yeah. They, so, they, 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 they don't panic. And there's going to be nights it's not your night. It saved them multiple times in the playoffs last year. Yeah. A couple times against Minnesota, I can remember the March or so goal right after they gave up a big one in that second home game. A couple times against Colorado, and then the big one is game six, the game they were eliminated in. They were down real late and got a defenseman goal. I think it was McNabb. I can't remember if it was McNabb or Martinez. We were talking about it on the podcast yesterday. Now I need to know. Well, the, the one that's always lost in the shuffle... Yeah, the Marshall So game seven. Yeah, the the disaster game. Yeah, the greatest the, goal in franchise history. The Marshall So ties the game, and they couldn't. You know, literally the greatest goal in franchise history. It was Martinez. Happened early in the third period, but they they got a goal that they were looking like they were in big time trouble, and and they get a big time goal to come back in that game. So they're definitely resilient. But like, I don't know. I look at I, I go back to the history of these teams that are winning the Stanley Cup, and like. There's no res- you don't need to be resilient if you're Tampa. Yeah. You know, they didn't allow a goal in any of the four games they allow- they won their series. Not a single goal in all four closeout games. The but Goldmans can't do but, that. But, but, but see, you're right. Because isn't that the funny thing? When you think of Tampa Bay, right, you think Kucherov, Stamkos, Point, uh, Hedman. You know what I mean? You're thinking of all these things. But in reality, they won the cup, and it was guys like, well, it was Vasilevsky, but guys like Yanni Gord. Yeah, Yanni and, Gord's you, awesome. You know what I mean? It's, but, so when it comes time to win the thing, what do they do? They play defense. Yeah. That was, that was what they learned 
in that season where they got bounced. Wait a minute. How can we have this much more talent than Columbus but get pushed around in this series? Like That doesn't make sense to us. They figured it out as they went, and instead of buying seven more superstars, see Vegas and Toronto, they went out and bought the Blake Coleman's and the uh, Barkley Goodrows and find, found ways... Uh, who is the kid from Buffalo? The de- not kid, defenseman, old guy for who? That, that went to the Sabers. Savard? Uh, Maybe he's not oh, from Buffalo. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 no! Oh, they went to the Lightning. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Bogosian. Bogosian. Yes. Zach Bogosian. Yes, and that's the type of player that come playoff time when you need a big shift, mm-hmm. you get it. And like my my concern with the Golden Knights right now is. They're playing a style that they're going to try to win playoff games four to three, and I don't think it's going to work because their offense has shown to dry up when they're at their absolute best defend in the in the playoffs. It's defending and allowing teams to make mistakes and hand them openings, and then they jump all over the openings. That's how they beat Colorado. Well, it's always been my critique when they said like go all the way back to Gallant, like the play our game. Well, yeah, your game's great. I don't disagree with that. I think, I think there are times inside the game when you go, when do you play your game? Like I, I always thought, the throwing the sink at them in the beginning could get them in trouble. Play the simple north south game, get the lead. When you get the lead, then your game is lethal. Well, but you can get yourself in trouble playing your game. Correct. And that's where that's part of the issue I've had with DeBoer over the past couple of playoffs is he just say, well, we didn't score first, so that's why we weren't able to really Yeah, why? Going. Well, that's on you, guys. Like, mm-hmm. why do you keep not scoring first? Don't you have a better <laughs> point? Why don't you do that? And, like, to me, right now, all the goals they allowed against New York, all the goals they allowed against the Devils, you know, these goals that they've been allowing against some of these teams at home, like, this is not the way that this team is supposed to win. Last year's team won the President's Trophy. Or won, I'm sorry, the Jennings Trophy. Like, they allowed the least amount of goals in the entire NHL. They're headed for lower third in the league this year. Like, that's not going to suddenly turn on when you get in the playoffs. And to make matters worse, you're going to add a guy who's an offensive-minded center into the role. Like, it's going to be tough. I, I would like to see, I would love to see a game against Tampa where they can hold them to 18 shots, 22 shots, something like that, and they're off on the outside. They get all the stops, and it's 3-1. to one. You know, in a former life, eons ago, I was doing the TV news thing. Yeah. I'm telling you, like the story, and I get it. It's COVID, and nobody spends money anymore to go, go and cover things. But I'm, the story, he's not in Greenland. Like, any chance of getting an update on Eichel? Hey, how's it going? Good luck. What's shaking? Good luck. (laughs) I mean, I think once we come out of Christmas break, he was supposed to be making his way to Vegas around Christmas. I don't know if they'll trot him around town once he comes back. Depends on how much marketing they want to do on him. How marketable is he? Seems like not very, but... Uh, he did some stuff. Not a, not a lot of like yeah. talking stuff, yeah. but like he he was on you know he had sponsors. I mean, I think you you kind of market him as 
superstar hockey player, yeah. not really more of a personality. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, honestly, I, I'm hopefully he's okay now. But I think they scared the hell out of him when he got out of the limo and right. the yellow worm was there. I think that's happened the guy to a with lot the sword. Guys. And they're like, how amazing was that? And they're like, would have rather just walked into the hotel. Like, I don't need this. <laughs> the guy's shy. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate the gesture. Yeah. Leave yeah. me alone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How about podcasts? When's your next one? Uh, we just did one last night that we just loaded up. I'm yelling at Golden Knights fans for being super excited that they're in first place after 31 games. Like, dear Golden Knights fans, raise the bar, please. This isn't where we wanted to be. This isn't the goal. Raise the bar, please. I don't care that they're better than Edmonton in game 31 or Anaheim. The day of the day I met you, we started doing it. I'm telling you, it's get in. Yeah. Get in. Get in and go. And I, I swear to you. I love teams that go on a run. I personally love starting on the road. Yeah, I don't mind Because you can, you can grab it, yeah. a series yeah. by the throat latch yeah. starting on the That's road. That's correct. You just have to win one. You get you get a free pass. Like If you, you lose greedy one, it's no big two. deal. Yeah, yeah, and if you can, you get greedy in game two. Yeah, goalie interference tomorrow at 7. Uh, we'll keep up with that. And cool. then, I don't know, we'll do a periscope at some point. I'll probably do one during the ball. A pause. Christmas periscope? I don't think it'll be on Christmas. Little but... snowflakes and flowers. Yeah, and... we'll see. All right, good stuff. Thank you for coming in. It's yep. always good to see you. Ken Bolke, Vegas. Jason Potter, you're going to swing by tomorrow. That's the master plan. And don't forget, spin the wheel, terrible herbs. It's a VGK game day giveaway. Adam S. Cutner on Twitter during the game to win tickets to a future Golden Knights game. Have a great day. TC's coming up next.